Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We're glad to have you. And the rocks were splitting on the Supreme Court, on the steps of the Supreme Court last week as the decision about Roe versus Wade, will it continue on? It's been uh, part of America for 50 years, a federal mandate that abortion rights are uh, enabled by federal law. And it's taken the uh, right of states to, uh, uh, it, it, the Constitution says, you know, if it's not spelled out in the U.S. Constitution, then it's uh, all that power goes to the states. But the federal government took that, the Supreme Court took that away around 1970. And we've had abortion that's been protected as a, a, a what the liberals say is a right because of what the uh, Supreme Court said way back in the Roe versus Wade. So they were arguing that last week in the state of Mississippi. And that's where we uh, host the Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics. It comes from where Elvis was born, Tupelo, Mississippi. And we know we got listeners across the country and even around the world. But it was a big day last week, so we're going to concentrate on that. There's two friends of mine. Uh, one, the Mississippi Attorney General, Lynn Fitch. Known her for several years. She was the Mississippi Treasurer, and now she's the Attorney General for the state of Mississippi. And she argued but in front of the Supreme Court why Mississippi uh, should have their law. But they passed a law saying that couldn't have abortions after uh, 15 weeks and a federal judge appointed by uh, President Obama said you know he uh, said it's unconstitutional so he blocked it so it was appealed and now it's being appeals taken up to the Supreme Court Supreme Court decided to take the case so we're going to be talking about that today and we got a speech from uh, uh, they had a rally on the steps of the Capitol so we'll hear from Lynn Fitch Mississippi's Attorney General who argued before the Supreme Court we're going to hear from her uh, we'll play that speech clip, and also one of the the most uh, pro-life proponents for her lifetime. That once she realized what was in the womb, and and she had abortions herself, and she talks about that. And she's also a Christian evangelist. She's also the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. She's a friend of Doc Holliday's, has been for years. We've even put a book together that you've heard me promote on the show many times, Bedrock Truth. So uh, we got a clip. She spoke there, and she was very excited. 
and there's reason to be excited, and we're going to talk about that in today's show. So a lot coming up for this week, and and so and you'll get to hear from Dr. Alveda King, her clip there in front of the Supreme Court steps, and uh, Lynn Fitch, the Attorney General for Mississippi. But before we do that, some of you, I got some contacts about uh, last week's show and trying to understand what I was saying about the Christmas tree lighting effect. And uh, basic, in a nutshell, you won't go back and listen to that show if you missed it, but I was saying that we have something that's unique, that's never happened before, and this may happen. I'm not guaranteeing you anything. But I'm saying as stocks and bonds and the, the traditional investment uh, array of different investments but looking at those in december and january there could be this christmas tree lighting effect meaning that cryptocurrency could light up and could could uh, bolster itself and and could uh, grow uh, very big in a, in a big spurt in a in a uh, continuing bull run of cryptocurrencies and why in a nutshell, the bottom line is there's a lot of people in the stocks. At the end of the year, they want to sell their losers. When they sell their losers, normally they'll look and try to find similar stocks, find other stocks, buy into that, hedge funds, mutual funds. They start selling off stock. Now, if institutions want to tiptoe into the crypto world, and a lot of individuals already have, but what happens? You need money to buy cryptocurrency. What happens when you start selling your losing stocks at the end of the year for tax write-offs? To uh, When I say tax write-offs, if, if you have made a lot of capital gains, then you look at your losing positions, you start selling them so that you can negate some of the capital gains so you don't have to pay as much in to Uncle Sam. But what happens with the Christmas tree lighting effect for cryptocurrencies is that they take some of the stocks, the money they get from selling those stocks, and they put it into cryptocurrency. Are they doing it now? I can't tell you. Nobody knows. But I'm saying be prepared. Let's watch and see if more money starts flowing into cryptocurrencies in December. And it doesn't stop there because in January you get the opposite people who made large capital gains in 2021 some of them want to uh, sell that and get and, and have the capital gain but they want to wait until january of 2022 because they really won't have to pay taxes on it till april of 2023 about you know 13 14 months later so they don't have to pay taxes then. Again, there could be a flush of money coming in in December from selling losing stocks and in January for selling winter stocks. And what happens if just some of that money, instead of going back in the stock market, goes into cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and the altcoins? And we have one, uh, you know, on our website right here, I just for you to better understand cryptocurrencies, I picked one called Harmony. And I like Harmony. I've invested in Harmony, the the uh, cryptocurrency. And I'm not telling anybody to invest. I'm not giving any kind of uh, financial advice. I'm just saying that you need to know what's going on. And the 
Christmas tree lighting effect could be that cryptocurrencies light up in December and January because there's more money out there, cash from selling stock, instead of putting 100% of it back into the stock market, some of that may be diverted into the cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and the altcoins. So let's see. It's never happened before on this level. And we'll just see what happens in the month of December and January. May have to hang on your hat. It may be a rocket ride for these cryptocurrencies. So, saying all of that, let's get to this week's show about Mississippi. And let me just uh, say thank you for all the people who've written in, who've contacted me, and, and I can't get back to everybody, but thank you for your encouraging words. Here we are at the end of another year, and we're in December, and it's been a, another strange year, 2020, very strange, with the COVID hit and the stock market crashing, rising up, presidential election. And Joe Biden getting 85 million votes. <laughs> no prep. 20 more million than Obama got. Where do they come from? I mean, and, and nobody will let us get an audit on that. So Arizona did. But look at some of these other states. What What's going to go on? I don't know. But I'm saying 2020 was a strange year. And 2021, uh, Sean Hannity was saying just the other day, you know, by Joe Biden's own words. Joe Biden said Trump was not fit to be president because of his so many people who died under his watch when he's president who died under by COVID. And Joe Biden had vaccines, and he still has more deaths in 2021 from COVID than Donald Trump as president. And and so by Joe Biden's own words, he should resign. He's not fit to be president. Joe Biden said that himself. If he has more COVID deaths than Trump did when he said you, he should uh, was fit to be president. So Joe Biden, by your own words, resign, buddy. Okay, we know he's not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the billboard. Somebody says a real billboard, they believe, in Ohio, and it had a Jill Biden, our first lady, and she was had a frustrated look on her face, and the caption said, "Please stop it." So, you know, talking about the go, Bri go Brandon. Please stop it. Now he thinks his name is Brandon. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. I mean, this is a strange year, 2021, even in some ways stranger than 2020 was. And we're coming to the end of it. We need to finish strong. And conservatives got something to be proud about. And that's what happened on the steps of the Supreme Court and what happened inside the Supreme Court last week. Now, on the steps, there was a rally for uh, abortion and there's a rally for a pro-life pro rally. And they had them separated but had them side by side. So when we play these clips in a minute, you may hear a little background noise. And that's because that was the uh, uh, other side over there. But I do want to say that a Mississippi has been working hard for pro-life for many years. And this Mississippi law was put in the law signed by Governor Phil Bryant. He's no longer governor of Mississippi, but he worked hard to get everything just right in this bill, knowing if the federal judge was to call it unconstitutional, they would appeal it, 
and they would put it forward and they would present it and ask for the Supreme Court to look it, at it. And the Supreme Court has said we're going to look at it. So it could turn back Roe versus Wade. And what does that mean? If you haven't heard and kept up with it, basically what that means is that abortion rights would not be federally mandated. That the power of the states to decide. It doesn't, Roe versus Wade, if it's put down, doesn't make abortion legal in the United States. All it does is give the states to have the power to decide what happens in the borders of their own state. That's federalism. That's given power to the states, like the Constitution and Amendment 10 says, the powers not directly mentioned in the Constitution are given to the states and to the people, not the federal government, not the Supreme Court. So this law is going before the Supreme Court in arguments, and there's a lot you can listen to, a lot you can hear. I know some of you heard it, but the bottom line is this. Mississippi's Attorney General, Lynn Fitch, and they try to say all these women are only pro, are, are pro-abortion. But there's so many women in the pro-life group. Oh, so many. And wonderful, smart, very smart women. And, and Lynn Fitch is one of those. And she presented in front of the Supreme Court the, why she believes the law should be upheld. And, uh, and this could break the back of Roe versus Wade. So let me... Uh, play this clip from uh, Lynn Fitch and then uh, we'll have something to say this goes about four or five minutes I want to I want you to hear it all this is her presentation before the pro-life rally in front of the Supreme Court on the steps of the Supreme Court last week Mississippi's Attorney General Lynn Fitch love Lynn we love Lynn we love Lynn we love Lynn we love Lynn. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor of a lifetime to introduce to you a woman who is fighting to overturn Roe, Attorney General of Mississippi, Lynn Fitch. Wow, what an amazing day, right? Wow. Thank you all so very much for being here. This is incredible. You can feel the compassion, the love of God who has us here to protect those unborn children and their mothers. Thank you for demonstrating hope for a better tomorrow, for the love and the compassion that we have for the women and their children who deserve better than abortion. You know, over the past 50 years, our world has changed. Technology's changed, science has changed, and certainly we know that life can be detected in the womb much earlier. As things have changed, the roles of men and women have been altered. The workplace has changed, all for the positive. It's been much easier for women to balance their professional life and their success at home. But society has made those changes but yet, with Roe v. Wade, we've not been able to incorporate those changes. But now, hopefully, we can. They made, Roe v. Wade made it impossible. It is time that our laws caught up. 
No question about it. This gives us the opportunity for the first time to have the strong dialogue about protecting our unborn precious children and their mothers. You know, as a single working mother of three beautiful children, I completely understand. I know it's going to be hard. We've still got some challenges. But now for the first time, we recognize that. It's time for our laws to move with society and make it much easier for our mothers to be successful. You know, this is a wonderful opportunity to return this to the people, to us, all of us, the people. The Constitution gives us the right. We are ready and willing and able to do the job. Returning it back to the states to have the abortion policy-making decision to us, to the people. And again, we are so prepared for that. You know, it's, it's been a long time coming. We know there are hard choices and there are no easy answers. But for the first time, we truly are having the conversation of how we make it in a positive way for the mothers, for their children. And so I'm gonna th I thank you for all the hard work that each of you have done. This has been a tremendous team effort. And I thank you for the hard work you're going to continue to do in a post-Roe v. Wade world. Post! Thank you for supporting women who are going to have to make tough, difficult decisions. Thank you for working with your elected leaders, your elected legislators and governors to make sure that laws are passed that both empower women and promote life. Thank you so very much. May God bless each of you. Wow, what an effective speaker she is in a very historic moment. Very historic moment. People thought, well, 50 years, you can't turn things back. Maybe Mississippi's law will turn things back and save millions of babies. Millions of babies. And if you don't believe they're babies, listen to Alveda King. We're going to play her in just a minute. But first, let me remind you, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. Glad to have you. If you haven't shared with your friends and neighbors, tell your friends and neighbors about Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics podcast. We we just hit on subjects that the mainstream media, you're just not going to hear on other media, what you hear right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. So try to bring you an exciting show and look into things that you don't quite see on other networks, even conservative places. You don't hear the commentary you get right here. And uh, and I'm glad to say that Alveda King, Dr. Alveda King, the niece of Martin Luther King Jr., I sat down, had lunch with her at a, a special uh, banquet, but uh, got to sit by her and, and we got to renew our friendship uh, just a couple weeks ago down in Houston, Texas. And she's an amazing lady and uh, God has shown some favor on her in the last few years. She is very, as if you don't know about her, but she's worked for Priest for Life, a Catholic organization, even though she's not Catholic. She's worked for life, but she's just a step down from that position. And now she is the um, chairperson for the american dream and working with uh, people who work around uh president 
ex-president Donald Trump, but it's amazing <laughs> the power that Trump has even when he's out of office. What you're seeing and what happened on the Supreme Court happened because people like Alveda King believed in Donald Trump and he said he was pro-life and he would work to get pro-life judges onto the Supreme Court if he had that opportunity. And I remember so many people, the never Trumpers, and people come to me, I don't know if I can vote for Donald Trump. And in 2016, I looked him in the eye and I said, if he does nothing, if he does nothing but put conservative pro-life judges on the Supreme Court, he will change history. And guess what? He is not the president of the United States at this point by the Constitution that says Joe Biden is. But he has challenged Roe versus Wade because he put three pro-life judges on the United States Supreme Court. That is what is happening. Who could have planned it? Who could have planned it? What person, what man, what woman could have planned it? It fell into his lap. Oh, did it just fall into his lap or did he take the bull by the horns and when the Democrats were crying out in uh, November and uh, the end, but just before the election, don't you put anybody on that Supreme Court. You leave that open for whoever's the next president. They were just burning. They were burning in fire because they were so in almost like a, uh, I don't want to call it something from uh, uh, the opposite of heaven, but I'm telling you, they knew if he got his choice on the Supreme Court that this day where Mississippi brings up their law and appeal to the Supreme Court, then it's like that old Revolutionary War flag. George Washington had it designed. And appeal the heaven flag. Take a look at it. Appealing to heaven and the pro-life movement of babies that have been slaughtered over 60 million and they appeal to heaven and they appealed for Donald Trump and Donald Trump said, I will put pro-life judges on the Supreme Court. And so many times we've heard Republicans make promises they would not keep. And Donald Trump kept his promise. Dr. Alveda King, she believed in Donald Trump, and he kept his promise. And now, what's happening just now on the Supreme Court level is 50 years of saying, oh, this is precedent, it may be reversed. It could be reversed. And it's because of people like you who believed in conservative values and getting somebody in the president's office who did not bow down to the media, did not bow down to peer pressure, and who stood his ground and he put judges on the Supreme Court who will make history. Wow. And that comes from the excitement of Dr. Alveda King. When she was there, she knew about the Mississippi law. I talked to her when I was, saw her in Houston, Texas. And me being from Mississippi, she was so proud of Mississippi. She was ready to go up there and do her part to support and do everything she could. And I'm telling you... <laughs> Her uncle, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., stood in front of the Lincoln Memorial, 
memorial there in D.C. and said, I have a dream. And Dr. Alveda King now is the chairperson under uh, this organization, uh, America First organization. She is the chairperson of the American Dream. Yes, yes, that is such a big, big uh, amen because she knows how to dream. Dreaming is in her genes. And don't give up, even though Joe Biden, they say, is president or whoever's running the show, don't give up. <laughs> you know, talk about the story of Joseph in the Old Testament of the Bible. And he said, what was meant for evil, God has done for good. Can't understand all this, but I can understand that conservatives do not give up. Do not let your guard down and get fired up because we need what we've talked about before. Everybody who is anti-socialist needs to get together we may not like everybody that we may not like everything they do but right now at this point in america there's a tipping point that can move us to socialism and communism and uh, and we'll say oh he can't ever get it back it'll take another generation don't let that tipping point happen everybody who is anti-socialist it's easy and i've said it before Remind everybody, do not vote for another Democrat for any office until they kick the socialist out of the Democratic Party. That's why we're getting socialism. They're like, they're like parasites that suck the blood out of any organism they're at. That's socialism and communism. They're sucking the blood out of the old-time traditional Democratic Party, and it's becoming a socialist party only because the Democrats refuse to kick the socialist out. Do not vote for another Democrat until they kick the socialist out of their party. Make it stick. Let people hear it loud and clear. Now, Dr. Havita King had such a great speech. Let me play that there on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. I mean, excuse me, on the steps of the Supreme Court last week. Here's Dr. Havita King. Take a listen to all the enthusiasm and passion she had for America and American dream. And that's from the womb to the tomb. Is here today to protect life, to fight for children, to represent their interests because they don't have a voice in this fight. But you are their voice. You and I are going to lose our voices today, right? Yeah. We're losing our voices today for those that don't have a voice. So thank you. I'm honored to be surrounded by female OBGYNs, lawmakers, pediatricians, lawyers, civil rights leaders, women that have chosen life amongst hard circumstances, women that did not choose life and are able to talk about their abortion regret, pregnant women from Mississippi, women who are volunteering at pregnancy resource centers. If you've been to your pregnancy resource center and you're donating or involved, I wanna hear from you. Round of applause for you. These dynamic women of all backgrounds, guys, who you're gonna hear from today? Different faith backgrounds, different demographics, different political stances even, but we all unite for this reason, for life. 
All right, the lady of the hour herself, for those that weren't here earlier, she's coming back. For those that don't know, what's happening inside the court today, oral arguments, both sides are gonna get to fight for life. We're gonna get to listen in to both sides arguing their case. Afterwards, you guys are gonna hear right from the Attorney General, Lynn Fitch herself, on how it went. Uh, we're so honored to have her, so stick around. That's gonna be the big moment of the, of the morning. Right now, I want to introduce you to someone whose name you'll recognize, one of the stalwart leaders of the movement, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. himself, Dr. Alveda King. Hallelujah. 
Well, hallelujah. That's my good friend, Dr. Alveda King. Oh, God loves her. I love her. America loves her. And she stands solidly for the babies in the womb and their citizens. And she says, let them live. Let them live. And yes, it was a good week last week for conservatives, for pro-life, and for the United States of America. Do not give up hope. Be getting your energy ready. And if nobody's running against a Democrat where you live, for Congress, for Senate, if nobody's running a race against them, do not let them go unopposed. You get out there and get lined up. There is going to be a rising tide for those who love freedom and liberty. Get involved. Get involved in these elections and make 22, 2022 the most historical uh, election there's ever been for a midterm. Let's make it happen. Hey, God bless you. God bless America. See you next week right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics on webtalkradio.net. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.